Happy New Year. Hello and welcome to the Market Monthly Podcast. My Market Monthly is all about highlights and insights. And there's a lot of highlights uh, looking back at uh, December of 2021 and insights to share with you looking ahead at January of the new year, 2022. So my Market Monthly podcast is a review of the market's highlights over the past month and a preview of what I expect for the month in the market ahead. My forward insights and perspectives are based on current financial market and economic trends with an emphasis on relevant developments in areas ranging from Fed policy and company earnings to changing investor sentiment. So let's get started. First, a little bit about me. I'm John Gardner. I'm a certified financial planner and a certified portfolio manager. I'm the founder and chief investment officer of Blackhawk Wealth Advisors here in Danville, California. Uh, I've been an investment advisor since 1984, so I just finished my 37th year. Okay, on to the market monthly. Let's look back at December and then look ahead to January of the new year. For starters, if I had to assign a theme to December in the stock market, I would call it, in a word, volatility. Now that's a bit normal in in a lot of ways because by definition the markets are always volatile but December was more volatile than normal. For example, the S&P fell over 4% in three days. It stopped falling and the next six days it went up almost 6%, closing up almost 5% for the month. During one seven-day stretch In December for the Dow, it climbed almost 7%. So that's volatility, folks. Uh, There were seven trend, market trend signal changes in December. And that really underscores how volatile the market was last month. So that would summarize my take thematically on last month in the market. Uh, Let me share with you now some specific insights that we lived through in December. The market opened in December a lot like it closed in November, more weakness. Uh, Two things made the market worse as December kicked off. Uh, One was new and one carried over. One was old from November. The new was the market's trend weakened to a more cautious signal defined as uptrend under pressure. The old was more bearish reversals in price action. It was really evident. After opening strong on the 1st of December and gaining back all of last, the last day of November's loss, the major stock indices reversed lower. So we saw this occur over and over again last month. The S&P actually swung 3% on December 1st uh, from opening up 1.2% to closing down one8 Again, a 3% swing. The news that flipped the market like that so violently really was more bad news on the Omicron front. Uh, The first case of the new 
COVID strain had been dis- had been found in the U.S. not far from here, discovered in a patient in California. So fears of Omicron spreading sent stocks a lot lower, volatility shooting up. In fact, the measure of volatility, the VIX index, that's known as the fear gauge, spiked to a 10-month high. And then thirdly, on top of the market signal changing at the first of the month, and these reversals that took place all month, another characteristic of December that showed up was bad breadth. I'm not talking about one's breadth, but the market's breadth, the inherent daily count of advancing stocks versus declining stocks. Many days in December, we had three, four, five to one uh, losers outpacing advancing stocks for the individual sessions. So that's just not good. And the overall pattern seemed for the month to be relatively strong openings just to close weak, which really equates to a bad market. In fact, as that continued, those overall market characteristics continued. On the third of the month, the market's most dramatic signal change was into correction. The market literally entered its first correction mode in many months. Uh, Declining stocks on that day outpaced uh, gaining stocks uh, by four to one. The put-call ratio uh, spiked to over one, its highest level since May of 2020, and really expressing a lot of bearishness in the market. But as we neared the middle of the month of December, after lots of whipsawing and sore necks, the market began to show a lot of strength. And there were two major catalysts that changed the market's trend. It went from market in correction mode to follow-through rallies, which led to confirmed rallies and uptrends that showed great great strength and, and momentum. On December 7th alone, the NASDAQ shot up over 3% just in that day. It was the biggest one-day move since November of 2020. Uh, advancing stocks outpaced declining stocks easily by 4 to 1. So a volume was up. Uh, the market opened uh, high and closed higher. Uh, it was a broad-based rally. Uh, virtually every industry uh, participated in, in the advance. And it really was a function of, again, those two catalysts. One, the market liked what the Fed said. Uh, it had been paying close attention to the FOMC meeting in December when Chairman Powell and the rest of the FOMC, the Federal Open Market Committee, delivered a fairly hawkish uh, tone with respect to their plans on tapering their bond buying program uh, going forward and interest rate policy in 2022, which were perceived as being fairly market friendly, which that's important because it's been the Fed that has really been the number one supporter of the stock market uh, now going back a long time, maybe even since March of 2009, and certainly since the pandemic broke out 
uh, March of 2020. And the second catalyst that really improved the market's strength and, and gave it uh, such an upward bias towards the end of, of, of the month was the outlook on Omicron as the perception was that it may be less bad. Uh, yes, there were spikes in cases worldwide and hospitals were challenged, but there were less deaths and just a market that chose to view it as less bad. Uh, we saw in the middle of the month uh, lodging and travel and restaurants uh, gaining a lot of momentum and showing some great relative strength. But throughout all of this whipsawing market, volatility just continued. Uh, it even wore investors out, I think. It certainly took a small toll on me as the volatility was, was just uh, really hard to, to gauge. Uh, but at one point, in towards the middle of December, uh, bullish sentiment, investor sentiment in general, really plummeted. We saw a, a, a dramatic drop in the percentage of investors that were bullish. Uh, actually fell to the lowest level since April of 2020. Now, that's important because that low in April of 2020 was right at the market bottom, the exact bottom following the what's called corona crash that we experienced from late February all throughout March of 2020 when the global pandemic first hit us and the world was essentially quarantined and the global economy came to a screeching halt and, of course, investment fear spiked or investor uh, sentiment really, really fell. So we got to that level again just in mid-December. And look at that as a contrarian indicator because like in 2020 when pessimism was spiking and, and bullish sentiment was falling, the market was bottoming and went on to make a, a tremendous rally, a, a huge advancement. So the contrarian point of view is when, when investors are fearful, uh, it's, it's a good time to, to be invested in stocks. And that's exactly what happened in December, particularly as we approached the end of the month. Now, there were also some really significant economic highlights in, in December. First of all, jobless claims. December registered probably the best jobs market since the late 1960s, measured by jobless claims. So new jobless claims dropped dramatically again, uh, to the lowest level since 1969. Uh, then came inflation data that showed that inflation, measured by the CPI, Consumer Price Index, spiked to the highest level in almost 40 years uh, since 1981. And yet the market climbed higher in the face of that economic news. In fact, the day that that was announced, the S&P closed up for its 67th closing record high for the year. Uh, remarkable. It wound up, the S&P 500 wound up registering 70 closing record highs this year, the most since 1995. So it was a banner year for the indices, no doubt about it. But as I've said, Volatility was the theme, and it continued as the year-end approached. Uh, in fact, we went from 
some strength to market uptrend under pressure again. Uh, and that even put into question or doubt whether we would have a Santa Claus rally this year. Uh, just a sidebar, it may be trivia, but there's something to it. The Santa Claus rally is defined as the last five business days of the year and the first two trading days of the new year. And if the market's up in those seven sessions, it's called the Santa Claus rally, and it means uh, typically good things, as that can lead to the January effect, which suggests if the market's up the first five trading days of January, it'll be up for the year. So some of these trivial uh, market uh, statistics are worth noting. So while it was in doubt, the Santa Claus rally indeed came as the market closed real strongly uh, in the last week of trading, albeit on light volume, which is to be expected of the holiday period. But certainly uh, winners outpaced losers and the market climbed higher uh, into the close of the year. So now we look forward to January, uh, today being the first day of trading for the new year. Uh, what do we have in front of us? We'll turn to January in a second, but let's spend just another quick uh, uh, less than a minute on recapping December of 2021 and 2021 as a whole. It was a great year for the major indices last year. The S&P 500 led the way with a gain of 27%. Uh, this was on top of 16% in 2020 and almost 30% in 2019. So three years in a row of, of, of meaningfully uh, high gains. Keep in mind that going back over 100 years, the average return for the S&P or the major U.S. stock market has been not quite 10%, call it 10. So we've been averaging uh, two times that the last three years. Now, the reason to bring up 2021 and the previous two years uh, is that that could be a harbinger for more strength in 2022. Uh, if today's any indication, uh, we're well on the way to a positive January effect as the market closed up today. So we'll count the next four days to make the first five. But uh, as history would show, uh, when we've had a year in the S&P, like last year, with gains above 20%, uh, the following year tends to be up, averaging 7.7%, uh, which I think most of us would take uh, after the last three years. So now on to the January effect and what we expect going forward this month. So the Sock Pickers Almanac, or Stock Investors Almanac, <laughs> suggested if we're up the first five days of the new year, we'll be up for the full year, and since 1950, that's been the case over 80% of the time. So here's to hoping for the first five days being up. Now what to expect in this new month of a new year? Well, I did wear out the theme of volatility as a label for December, and I don't think January is gonna to change too, too much from that. I do expect more volatility. And I, as I wrote in my 
2022 outlook, I think that the wild card that we all have to contend with, although hard to plan for, is the pandemic. Will Omicron be as tame as the market has expected it to be or not? Uh, and worse yet, will another uh, unknown to us as of now variant uh, surface that might be even worse? So that is the one wild card that we just have to have in the back of our minds as we look forward to the market this month or any month for that matter. Perhaps one of the biggest observations an investor could or should have made in the stock market last year would have been industry group rotation. It was a phenomenon that I've not seen in my 37 years occur so frequently. It used to be the norm was that we would see leadership take hold and and stay in place for a while, uh, not let go of the baton so quickly as it did in 2021. We saw industry group strength just change hands. Uh, so free, um, It appeared to be on a weekly basis. It was just uh, abnormal, inordinately different than what we would expect. So looking at January here ahead of us, I think it's rotational nature of the market is likely to stay in place. We've seen the trucking, energy, uh, consumer staples groups show a lot of strength. There's been weakness in some technology, especially in software, uh, but strength in technology when it comes to uh, semiconductor uh, chips and equipment there's still need for these chips worldwide as supply chain challenges continue. But really, I think we'll see rotation continue. The financials should gain some strength. Today, there was an unexpected spike in interest rates, which typically benefit the banks and financials in general. So look for leadership to change. The question is how long will leadership retain leadership? before it changes again. So rotation is going to be out there in January and the rest of 2022. A lot of issues in front of us, but uh, I do think that as long as you keep your eye on the prize, which is how your plan is doing, we'll be just fine. So thank you for tuning in to the Market Monthly Podcast. I wish you a happy new year again and successful investing.